Welcome back, guys, to another episode of a P43 Mini. Yes, and we're back today. Um, it's just you and I, Ames. Yes, Elle is MIA. MIA. No, no she's no, gone she's to her gone. dad's birthday. Yeah, it's her dad's 70th birthday. Yes. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Senor Balu. Sorry, we miss you, Elle, but... Miss you, love you. See you next we week. You see you next week. I'll actually see you tomorrow. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that. <laughs> um, no, she'll be back on our whatever mini we decide Across to from do me. next week. Yeah. You're just staring at a blank wall. I know, I'm like, this is weird. I couldn't move out of my seat though because I just think this is my spot now. Yeah, this is my spot. I, I remember when Elle there. came in and she went to like sit somewhere here and I was like, no. That's my seat. Yeah. No right. one sits here. We the have, lolly jar sits there. The now. lolly jar, yeah. Thankfully that's not on the camera. Yes, but let's get into it. So last week we touched on tyres, but we didn't want to confuse you too much. No. So now we're going to dive a little bit deeper into tyres because there's a lot to discuss. There is so much to discuss about tyres and last week we covered I think the biggest chunk of it. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, but we thought we'd just do a part two just to add in a few other little bits and bobs. Nuggets. <laughs> just some extra nuggets. Some extra nuggets, yum. Yeah. Oh, a 24 pack of nuggets from McDonald's. Oh, stop. Ooh, yummy. I'm going to get some on the way home. Oh my gosh, yes. Mm, yum. yum. While I'm driving, oh, I actually need new tyres. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, are your tyres similar to F1 tyres? Mm, maybe they are. <laughs> the Ultra Hans. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the composition of our car tyres are. In com- I mean, obviously, there's no comparison, but. <laughs> The science behind it and the makeup of our tires compared to, I mean, F1 vi- tires. visually when you look at it on the screen, they look similar to our tires. So I think they're quite similar. I think their wet tires look like our tires. Yeah, yeah, the wet mm. tires, the slicks. <laughs> the slicks. <laughs> Imagine if you were on slicks. Yeah, the slicks <laughs> were just sliding around, sliding everywhere. But talking about slicks, so when mm. we spoke about like the soft to medium hard tires, there's actually. <sighs> There is so much to discuss. So I know that last week we sort of touched on the different kinds of tyres and obviously there's sort of different kinds of compounds, so there's hard to soft. But within that there's actually different types of tyres. So in the Formula 1 Pirelli tyres come in five different compounds. So they start with C1, which is the hardest, then C2, C3, C4 and C5, which is the softest. But... The beginning of this year, Pirelli actually announced a harder compound, which is the C0. So that was introduced at the beginning of this year. So last year's C1 has actually become the new C0. Hardest tyre in the range. And and so the 2023 spec C1 is an all new product that slots between the previous C1 and C2. So the C1, C2 and C3 compounds have been chosen for the season. So at the beginning of the year um, at the Bahrain Grand Prix, we saw the C1, C2 and C3. And then moving forward, when we went into Saudi Arabia and Austria, we saw C2, C3 and C4. So typically at the beginning of a race weekend, you will hear wherever you watch. Um, We don't typically talk about this on the podcast just Mm. because it's a little bit technical and it's not really something that we include. We have too much to cover and we don't really include that the t- the tire range yes yeah I mean we have to keep the episodes short so short and sweet can't talk about everything <laughs> can't talk about everything but yes typically at 
um, the beginning of race weekend. So, yeah, you'll hear the commentators sort of say, okay, the tyre compositions that they're going for, um, they're using this weekend will be a C2, C3, C4. And even though potentially they may be on the harder side or the softer side, they are chosen depending on what the track is and what the track offers. So, for example, Pirelli typically they are the ones to decide. So they may decide that a harder range of tyres are being used due to an abrasive track or a track of high temperatures. And this is typically a a safety decision just because obviously the way a tyre wears really can affect the race and the safety of a race. So yeah, so every weekend we will typically see a soft, a medium and a hard. And then of course the wets range. Um, But we, this is where we sort of see the breakdown of the C0 to C0 as of this year. Yes. (laughs) Welcome C0. Welcome C0. Welcome to the party. Welcome. C0 has joined the chat. (laughs) So from this year, we'll see the C0 to the C5, the three tires being selected for the weekend and they are sort of tailored to the weekend. So um, depending on the circuit's characteristics. So for us it can be maybe not overwhelming but it's kind of you might think they will use one compound but then the Pirelli decides otherwise and they're like, nope, we are using the C2, C3, C4. Or one weekend there might be C3, C4, C5 or C0, C1, C2. And even though typically this breakdown is going from a – hard to a soft, whether you're using a C0, C1, C2, the C0 will always be the hardest and then the C2 will be the softest, even though in another weekend a C2 could also potentially be the softest. Yes, yeah, exactly. Or the hardest. So basically last year's C1 tyre is now the new C0. So this is the hardest tyre, as we said, in the range and it will be nominated for circuits that take the most amount of energy out of the tyres and it's designed to provide maximum resistance to heat and extreme forces. Um, I think, for example, Bahrain. Bahrain, yeah. yeah. You'll see them on the hards. You won't see – oh, you won't really see them on the C-Zeros in, you know, something like – I was like, where were we last week? Oh, my God. Hungry, hungry, or even uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't really see them in somewhere like where we were this this weekend. Yeah, in Belgium, in Belgium, or you yeah. wouldn't really see them even in Zandtorp either. Yeah, yeah. So they're capable of running very long stints, but this can come at the ex- expense of the car's performance. Yes. So. Yeah. So then the next tire that we have is the C one. So this is the new. I mean, C1's always been there, but the new <laughs> C, <laughs> this new for 2023 compound slots in between last year's C1 and C2. And based on the latter, it was created to reduce the performance gap between what had previously been the two hardest compounds in the range. So the hard C1 tyre, another th- little tidbit about the C1 tyre, it's good for tracks with fast corners. So fast corners, abrasive surfaces or high ambient temperatures. So similar to the C0, um, yeah, similar to C0, it takes longer to warm up and get grippy, but it's very durable and can handle a lot of the tougher stuff. The hard stuff. Yeah. C2 is suited to the faster, hotter and more abrasive circuits and sometimes they tend to be nominated for newer circuits because of the the track doesn't have as much grip. Grip, yes. So they they need a bit more grip on those tracks. They do. Yeah. And then next up we've got the C3. So this is a very versatile tire. I think it's probably oh sorry, versatile compound. It's probably something that we would see the most and it can be used as either 
a hard, a middle or a soft um, of any of the three compound selections, depending on what's been selected. It has an incredible balance between performance and durability and is well suited to a range of conditions. It's, yeah, probably the most widely used tyre, I would say. Yeah. A C4 is designed to work well on low severity circuits where a quick warm-up is required in order to reach peak performance as soon as possible. For an example, the C4 is actually used in Australia as a soft tyre. So there you go. There you go. And lastly, but certainly not least, we've got the C5. So the C5 is the softest tyre in the range and it's designed for slower circuits with low wear and degradation where maximum mechanical grip is required from the rubber. The C5 is typically seen at street circuits or where the asphalt is quite smooth. So this is where, you know, the Singapore's, I think, speaking about Las Vegas, I think a C5, it'll yeah. probably be a C3 to C5 in Vegas. Mm. Um, oh, because it could be a newer track, so they might be on a harder true. compound. But it's it's a road race. Yeah, true. But yeah, it's the fastest and su- the most suitable for tighter, twistier circuits. Um, so I think it's a really good one to have during quali. And it focuses on peak rather than wear because it only lasts for a handful of laps. So do your fastest laps on those ones. Anyway. Yeah, so that's our little breakdown from the C0 to the C5. We hope we haven't confused you guys more. Probably have. We're sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, I think look, reading, because I can even say so myself that I wasn't 100% across the C0 to C5 composition. Yeah, neither was I. Um, and I know it's something that, yeah, they speak about every single weekend, but um, hopefully this provided a nice little tidbit for you. For a while, I always just thought it was the same three. Like when yeah. I first got into F1, I just thought it was the same one. Hard, so I was like, medium, well, why are you talking about the same tyres every <laughs> single week? Yeah. And then, yeah, once you learn a bit more, you're like, okay, there's actually a lot of thought. And and it makes so much sense as well when you think about temperatures on tracks and air humidity and all those sorts of things. Yeah, <clears throat> if it's wet, dry, all of the above. Everything. Um, and just to add a bit more into this episode. Because um, we didn't confuse you enough. Tire strategy. So tire strategy plays a crucial role in a team's race performance and overall success. And the choice of the tire compounds and the timing of the pit stops can determine the outcome of a race. So teams carefully analyze data, track conditions and weather forecast to make informed decisions about when to change tires and which compounds to use. So typically we see them you know, testing out different tyre compounds in practice. Yep. Um, and then like, obviously sprint weekends make this a lot harder for them because they have oh. one practice session. Oh, and my then gosh. When you have something like last weekend where five of them didn't even – was it five didn't actually go out? Yeah. They didn't actually get a practice. Yep. So yeah. So I think that's one of the key things and maybe this is a bit more of a general thing but I think tyres play a key role in this is that, you know, as – spectators we can see on a typical race weekend where there's no sprints there's three practice sessions Mm. and we just see that as oh a practice session but the whole point of the practice session as well is actually for the mechanics to see how the car is doing and because we're speaking about tires how the tires are performing how to manage the tires so I think this whole new tire strategy that's coming to play listen to part one we spoke about it um it's thrown a spanner. Yeah, it definitely has. It's thrown a spanner in the works. Um, yeah, obviously tyres play such a crucial part mm. and they are so complex. 
Yeah. Um, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Just your little tire. Little tires. Well, large. Big. 18-inch tires. 18-inch tire. <laughs> yeah. um, would pay, play such a key part, but mm. here we are. Yeah, so they aim to balance factors such as tire degradation, grip levels and performance trade-off to maximise their race pace. And selecting the right moment to pit for a fresh tyre can provide a competitive advantage and then allowing drivers to gain positions or defend against their rivals. Yes. <laughs> oh, Kind of like last weekend as kind we saw. Like last weekend. You know, Piastri started in P2 and then decided to pit on the first lap and then he got an advantage over Max Verstappen. Yep. So plays yes, a different makes yeah. a big difference. Mm, so then the ability to adapt to the tired strategy during the race is always, you know, based on real time information and mm. it's like essential for success of the driver and the team. Yeah. yeah. And so time management and conversation also play a vital role as drivers must find the delicate balance between pushing for speed and preserving their tires performance over a race distance. Who did this on the weekend? Um, Oscar Piastri. Wore out his front left in mm. the sprint, I think. So his ability to preserve tires isn't as good as someone like Max Verstappen. Yeah, who's someone been around for a long time. Yeah, someone that understands. I don't want to say car because that's a completely different topic, but someone that can feel the even actually even this weekend, Lando Norris. He was saying, I think he had a few more laps, and he was saying, I just can't. Hold on with these tires. I yes, can't do any further. Yeah, he did too. Yeah, yeah. That's can't why. Do any further. That's why he came in for the softs. I think yes. it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he, you can feel the tires. Mm. And then I, I, I always talk about this, but that incredible win that Hamilton had in Silverstone a couple of years ago, mm. where he won on three tires because I he just, could. How? How? I know. How? I think he could. I remember that. Yeah, I think he could feel the tire going. Obviously, he would have had a substantial gap, um, but yeah, because he could feel the tires and he he knew exactly that he could do it. It's just amazing that they can be so in tune with a car. So in tune. Like, I mean, I get into my car and I'm like, <laughs> la di da. But I thought actually, I thought this was quite funny. I had to look this up. Someone asked me the other day. They're like, can drivers share tires? <laughs> No. Yeah. So I, I like looked it up and it was like, no. No. Drivers cannot share tyres in Formula One. So I've got a little spiel. They would be like, why would I want your scrappy seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them. I don't want them. Um, so yeah, so the tyre allocations provided a specific to each individual driver. Even if one driver from a team is unable to participate or withdraws from the race weekend, their teammate cannot use their unused set of tyres, no. which I found interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, how would you know whose is whose because they're not used? That's true. But I guess because everything gets handed into the FIA after yeah. each race. Yeah, yeah. So then each tyre – oh, there we go. <laughs> each tyre is marked according to its allocated driver. There you go. <laughs> Making it easy to enforce this rule, any mix-ups or mistakes, such as when George Russell received – Valtteri Bottas's tyre dur during the 2020 Bahrain Grand Prix can result in penalties, such mm. as a fine, and the team incurred a 20,000 euro fine for the error. Oof. I thought you were about to say 2,000, which I was going to say, that is pocket money for them. You're but like, 20,000. 20,000. Not great. Which is a lot. It is a lot. Yes, I think that we have pretty much covered everything there is to know about tyres. Um, I think we could probably do a little mini episode about tyres after every single weekend yeah. and tyre strategy, but we're not going to do that. 
I mean, we could do that if there's some really interesting strategies. True. We True. could do that. That would be fun. That could be fun. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've we've covered it all. This is your part two of the tyre series. We love tyres. We love tyres. <laughs> I love tyres. Um, <laughs> yes, we do. But, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back in your ears next week. If you have any questions, if there are any topics that you're not sure of that you want us to cover. We would love to know. Love to know. We're your girls. Yes, we're here for you. We are here for we you. got your backs in your ears. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.